A boy. T- today. Man's was fat, you know. <laughs> Oof, mate. Nah. Honestly, like, looking back at some of the pictures, and, uh... Welcome back to Absolute Culture, where we discuss everything to do with football, music, TV, series, anything to do with pop culture in general. Yo, I'm back, baby. Well, I should probably introduce myself. Uh, I'm Paul, uh, one of Tristan's homeboys, hopefully. Otherwise, uh, I wouldn't be on the pod, I'd like to think. But yeah, uh, I was here yesterday as well. Uh, we had a great episode. Uh, it's actually Daniel's fault that it didn't come online. Because he, <laughs> he was like, nah, it's too hot in here. He's like, let's turn on the AC. And then we listened to the recording back, and it's like, all you hear is like this little background noise, and you're like, man... There goes the whole epi. I had I had some gem takes in there. That, that yeah, actually, actually, and I tried to edit that shit, and it it just couldn't sound as good as I expected actually. it to sound for the pod, you know. And and not to mention, Daniel also managed to click some sort of uh, you know the. Nah, he ruined button. everything, bro. Yeah, he actually ruined everything. He was like, "Oh yeah," uh, because how it works is uh, I'm waving at the camera now. Uh, I'm waving at Tristan's iPhone, and it's set up. And then uh, Daniel was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna turn it on." He was like, "Oh, I want some water." Or something along those lines. Yeah. And then he's like, yada, yada, yada. And then he's like, I'm going to turn it on. Okay. And, and then we finish an hour long podcast. <laughs> and then uh, Tristan's like, uh, where's the recording at? I'm like, uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Bro, because the thing is, even before we started the pod, we had like all these little like funny fucking moments. Yeah, everything like, was in there. It was quality. Yeah. Like, and then he's like, oh yeah, the recording's gone. And then uh, like 10 minutes later, she's like, oh, I found it. And there's like a 50 second recording. You're like, man. In my recently deleted. So it was the clip that I made to test the camera. Actually, that was so, that was so like disappointing. Yeah. No, that wasn't good. Wasn't I was, good. I was wearing a fresh fit too, you know, purple shirt. Right. You're always looking fresh though. Look at you today. I mean, purple's becoming my color, you know. Yes, sir. Purple and blue. All right. Enough waffle. Go on. No one cares what I'm wearing. We are going to, today, we're going to talk about a plethora of things. So uh, what we're going to mention out first is players in the Premier League that we think are going to have a breakout season. Would you like to get us started? Breakout as in like... Do you mean someone completely new to the Prem or someone who's been in the Prem and I think... Uh, it, it's someone who's been in the Prem, but it's like someone who's going to like show levels like once again. Be like, okay, maybe I had a bit of a stinker season last season. was like, mm. I'm, I'm here and I'm here to stay. Right, well, you know, as an Arsenal fan, obviously I'm going to lean towards my team. But one player that comes to mind, and I think... People don't know yet, and they will realize this season is Erdegaard. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Like, Jesus Christ, this guy is, he's crazy, bro. Started playing football, professional football at the age of 15, was signed by Real Madrid at the age of 16, played, you know, I don't know how many games for Real, but he got, oh, he went to a few loans. Yeah, he, uh, he also went to the Dutch League a few times. Yeah, he went to... I don't know. I think he was in Spain, but yeah, not he, for real. I'm pretty sure he was at uh, Sociedad. Yeah, you're right. And he had a really good season there. That was his so-called breakout season. Yeah. And then he came to Arsenal. It was kind of underwhelming. He did okay. He had some good appearances. Last season, I think he was pretty good. And he got unlucky because we had like a shit in front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro, you know the amount of chances that this guy missed. Uh, Erdogan had like one of the highest expected assists in the league at some point. Yeah. Like it was crazy. He's, he's actually class. He's I actually think he... Player. Uh, especially if uh, now with now with Jesus, who's like a top tier threat, you also have Martinelli who can stay healthy. Saka who still has like a lot of potential as well. Mate, Saka the goat. Uh, I actually think uh, Odegaard can have a, a really banging season. For sure, for sure, one hundred percent. But but I also think that's the whole mentality of like the new Arsenal team. I think a lot of them feel like they have something to prove. Like yeah, like Jesus coming. is like okay like. I wasn't a, a like a starting eleven player all the time for City. He's like he's like, but I'm no bum. Like he like he can play he can play football. You could tell, especially in this preseason. I think he scored like seven goals and got an assist as well. Actually, he he. I actually think he's gonna be. I, I think he's gonna be the best transfer. What in the this season? Yeah, mean? yeah. That's a heavy statement, but I, I think I would agree. I think I would agree. Because like, like everyone can say like, oh, I think Haaland's gonna be the best. But the thing is, it's so unlike. Pep's system to play with an actual striker. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's unexpected. But then at the same time, you expect Haaland to be the best. Yeah, because you know, they will get like four or five chances yeah. a game. Like, how can you not score? Exactly, exactly. 
And I was just curious to see if he gets injured. And like the same is with Nunes. Like, okay, uh, I, w- I was watching the I was watching the City Liverpool game, mm. and it's like, okay, he might miss one or two chances, especially when he twatted the ball on the Edison's face. But that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like he can, he can afford to miss those chances because it's like he'll get another four or five. But like for example, uh, let's say you look at the United team of last year, mm-hmm. Ronaldo, he'd get like one chance a game, exactly, and, th- and then everyone would slander him. He'd be like, "Oh, he should have scored that." He's like, "Mate, he gets one chance a game, and he still scored like I think it was eighteen goals." I think yeah, it was. exactly. That's crazy. Eighteen goals in, in that the shite team. Yeah, in cool. the league. Yeah, not to mention, you know, I don't know how many he scored in the Champions League. He, he saved us. He saved us. Yeah, and then Maguire costed us, uh, but oh well. You know, someone was telling me that Maguire had a stellar preseason. Uh, I, I haven't seen. I it, I don't know. I haven't watched. But I, like the thing is, like I just I just can't believe it anymore at this point. Yeah, like exactly. Like I've seen all the mistakes he makes, and it's just like, bro, how are you the captain of United? Like okay, like let's let's say he was like a fourth centre back. I think I rate Bailly and Tuan Zebe higher mm. and Lindelof. I don't think that 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 is like well, a crazy you have Moran as well in there. Yeah, I but don't that's. Th- you know. I don't think that like saying Twanzebe, Lindelof and Bailly are, are better than Maguire is a crazy statement. But like, like let's say he was like the fourth centre back, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, I, fair enough. I don't really enough. care. But the fact that he's the captain and he costed us eighty million yeah. when Van Dyke was uh, was like also around that price is like, bro, what are you actually doing? Yeah, I think Van Dyke they bought him for seventy five. Yeah. So like yeah. It's just not yeah. it's not the right way. Bro, that, I, just, that just hurts, man. Yeah. We uh, another player uh, who I think is going to have a breakout season, uh, like once again with the team as well. I think uh, Palace uh, and Olise. Uh, uh, I, th- I think they're going to have a lot to prove. I I was I liked what Vieira was doing last season. Mm. Uh, I think if he can bring that energy to this season as well, especially with him having young players like Olise and and Eze. Uh, I I imagine them having a good season. I don't think I don't know if it's good enough to be top half yet I could imagine them squeezing in 10th maybe 11th or 12th depending on how the other teams play as well mm-hmm. but yeah I think someone like Olise he, he, I think I think he's got like a lot to prove as well bro I, I would love to see him in a like a top 6 side I think he Actually, has that talent you know yeah, he's absolutely. that player who can make a difference yeah I'm pretty sure last year okay, not, I think he had like 100 fantasy points like that's not like a crazy amount but like for Olise, like yeah, I don't know how many points he had, but that's still that's quite impressive, especially in a Crystal Palace side. Which yeah, exactly, especially where like uh, Wilf is the star. It's like yeah. everyone, everything revolves around Wilf and uh, Edward. Yeah, well, no, Edward was benched. Oh yeah, <laughs> it started off like that, and then he was yeah. benched for a while. But yeah, yeah, he made that crazy start. Remember that? Yeah, everyone, everyone was going mental. Bro, I actually thought that he he would like blow up. You know, especially he came from I think it was Celtic. Yeah, he came from Celtic, and he was he was going brazy in the in the Scottish league. Yeah, I actually wanted him at Arsenal. Okay, obviously I'm happy that we got Jesus now. <laughs> Bro, I'd much rather. Have yeah, him. <laughs> but that wasn't exactly the most realistic thought last year. You yeah, know? yeah, of course. So yeah, is there anyone else you would put in that um, you know breakout season? You know, uh, the. Uh, I would say, you know, I would, I would maybe go for Rashford again. Because, like, like, last season, last season he had, like, a complete stinker. I, I think that Euro's, like, really fucked with his head. But I think that would be more of a comeback season yeah. rather than a breakout. Yeah, that's true. Well, shout out to Rashford. I hope, I hope he makes a comeback season so much. Like, yeah. I don't know, like, even if it's not what he does on the pitch, what he does off the pitch as well, I think, like, that deserves, like, so much respect. Like, bro... Feeding, like feeding the child, like feeding the children of England, bro. That is no small task, and and to mm. be doing that on the side of playing professional football, which already has so many high expectations and yeah, and everything pressure. like that. It's yeah. like Jesus Christ. Shout out to him. I went to his mural in Manchester. Oh yeah, yeah, bro. That was such a sketch area, though, man. <laughs> bro, <laughs> me and Mark were there. I was like, yo, we need to get the fuck up out of here. It, it was me and Mark, and we we're like, okay, it was like a, it was like, a, it was the mural and. This one twat, he parked his car in front of it. So, oh, so no. we took the pictures with it. Yeah. And it was like, and, and, and then you see this like golf there. I'm like, bro, 
you have to ruin the whole pig. And then uh, as we're doing it, it's like this really bum area mm. where you'll see like a G wagon parked outside, and then it's like uh, it's like Audi like Q7. You're like, yo, what's going on here? So, something doesn't add. Up, <laughs> yeah, right? you're like, yo, <laughs> someone be making money. Yeah, yeah. And then and then after we took the picture, it was like these two kids, like or like two dudes, mm. like. Uh, they were wearing like ballets so like all you can see is the eyes were like yo we need to bounce bro okay, you know I, I had that same thing happen in America like recently when I was on the trip uh-huh. we were just walking around in a mall and it wasn't sketch whatsoever and suddenly there was like a gang of five guys pulling up yeah you're like yo what's going on yeah like they didn't bother us or anything but it was like everyone around you is looking normal and suddenly these five guys pull up with you know balaclavas on their face you're like yo shit no yeah, yeah you're like yo I gotta bounce yeah. like, the thing is like I bet if you talk to him it's like it's, just, it's like just yeah yeah but like the thing is if you see five of them roll up like it's like already like the it's like the intimidation factor like, exactly especially yeah. if there's like five like relatively big dudes you're like uh oh yeah you're nah. like okay I've, yeah. I've seen enough <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the mural I've seen the Let mural get okay. the fuck out of here yeah yeah nah what about Lingard you were saying before the pod started yeah actually though I, I think the youngster Linga. <laughs> the youngster. Nah, nah, everyone was hating on me yesterday. I said 10 goals, 10 assists. The fuck that? No way, no. Why not? Team. Why not? No way. Okay, maybe not 10 goals, but I could see him getting over 15 contributions. For Nottingham Forest? Yeah. Bro, they won't even score 15 goals. Nah, nah, I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> nah, I don't nah, know. Nah, but 15 contributions, that's not that bad. Let's say he gets 7 and 8. Yeah, but is that in all competitions? Like FA Cup included and like... Nah, Wait, do they... Yeah, I don't know. Nah, nah, not You just, don't see it happening? No, because, like, I don't see them getting relegated. Like, this was already mentioned yesterday in the podcast that will never happen. Well, thanks, Daniel. Thanks. Really, really, really Shout out. That. He, you know, you already know he's going to be complaining. He's going to be like, well, yeah, actually, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, It's, it's going to be like a TikTok post, and we're going to be like, thanks, Daniel. And then he's going to be like, who? It was too hot. <laughs> we couldn't. Like, it was gonna. He's gonna be like, oh well, uh, the brain juices weren't flowing. Uh, I can't have a conversation. <laughs> Actually, bro, no. Yeah, I, I low key feel bad, but it's his own bloody fault, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so it was actually a good pod, though. No, it really was. We had like what five guys? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Sylvia was going in on (laughs) Gallagher. What are you faffing about, man? Yeah, that was good. Shame it won't be posted. Actually, oh well, it's part of the learning process, isn't it? Oh well, Well, that's a good way to look at it. You're like, okay, it's just it's just a bump in the road. Except we've had a few of those bumps. Ah, okay, it's. No, last time we had a we had an episode where the laptop died like forty five minutes in, <laughs> and uh, yeah, no one was happy, and that was like we had plugged in, but someone you <laughs> didn't want to say. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm throwing you under the bus, bro. Mark told me everything. <laughs> someone forgot to you know put the switch on, so it wasn't actually charging. But yeah, you live, you learn, type of thing. Exactly. I actually think that's a really nice quote. You live and you learn. Yeah. No, that is what it is. We move on type of thing. We only pump out quality. Exactly. That, that's why I'm here again and nobody else. <laughs> Don't get it fucked up. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Go on then. Get us into our next topic. All right. We are going to mention uh, uh, rappers that have uh, recently been breaking onto the scene. Uh, my go-to vote is uh, Central C. You could, you could argue... He's not really breaking onto the scene, but what he's doing with uh, with the American side, I would consider that breaking onto the scene. His new track Doja, boy, that should be so catchy. <laughs> yeah. I, bro, I see it all over TikTok. Like, he, like he knows exactly what he's doing. The thing is, you don't want to be caught singing that type of thing, especially that second verse. Actually, yeah, you know, it's kind of sus, but it's yeah, like, yeah, it, it's also kind of like what you want because, like, who cares? Yeah, it's exactly. like at one point. Uh, WAP was like the number one song, bro. That that shit is sus, bro. <laughs> the thing is, everyone that's that's what gets you going. Like you know that viral TikTok. TikTok is what is making people viral. Yeah, hundred percent. Like hundred percent. It, it it's changed the game. It's changed the game in ways that I don't think it's making people who like have no name blow up. Blow up. Yeah, like like I, I see all these TikToks. It's others like random dude just like filming a fly and it gets like 2 million views you're like yo How, how's this happen like that's already such an opportunity let's say of those 2 million let's say what 
0.1 percent. Mm. Uh, okay, let me do one percent. Uh, let's say okay, let's say 10k people follow you. Yeah, bro, you already have a, like a mini platform at that point. Yeah, exactly. Like that is crazy, especially with that uh, first TikTok that he posted. It was him. With, it was him with all of his homeboys. Mm. It got taken down. I think within the first few days, I think he had like 50k TikToks made to that song. Bro, like it's free. It's free advertisement. The only yeah. thing he has to do is post a TikTok of him with, with his homeboys. We could do that shit, yo. <laughs> we pull up with our balaclavas. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> the only thing we have to do is is like is like lip sync, and it's like yeah. okay. No, that's not. That's the thing. It's like anyone can do it now. Yeah. Like you, you genuinely feel like you have a chance. Even like us with the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Like I was telling you right before the episode started. Okay, we're not. We are on TikTok. The TikToks I haven't been concentrating on as much as the Instagram Reels, but we have a reel which has like. 10k views it's yeah, doing exactly. good and on average I would say I'm getting 6k yeah exactly like, plus uh, pl- plus say like uh, let's say you learn how to like optimize the hashtags exactly. as well exactly like I would just say like there's so much opportunity for growth everywhere mm. and you just uh, gotta put in the work type of thing yeah exactly mm. and uh, and that's why I found so interesting as well cause uh, cause uh, let's say uh, with like the it was uh, the Jesus I'm having a brain fart right now mm. Uh, <laughs> everyone's gonna be like on this podcast he's gonna be like this dumb motherfucker can't even say his words bro <laughs> no but uh, it was it was with the Doja track uh, what, what Sench did a few days after was he went on Instagram live and he was like okay he was like I've got a second verse out he was like tell me what you think mm-hmm. and at that point the song was already out Yeah. so what he just does then is he already has the song out and then he, he plays the second verse Everyone, I thought the second verse was so hard. I was like, "Yo, put that shit in." If if you have everyone saying that, you just re- you just release the same song again with a second verse. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, that is like the ultimate move. The thing is, going back to that, you know how uh, a few months ago, first class dropped. You know uh-huh. that song, and it it went initially. It was just the the chorus on TikTok, and everyone's like, "Oh shit, this is hard." You know, G L A whatever. Yeah, and. Um, you're like, okay, this is going to be a good song. But then I felt like, what the fuck came after the chorus? Like, I don't know if you know the song very well. Have you heard it? <laughs> no. like, that, that, that's like the only bit yeah, I know. It's like, I don't know. It felt so shit after that. Like, it's just got overplayed and then yeah. it, it wasn't worth listening to the whole song. Yeah. I don't know. In general, I wasn't very happy with that album either. Like, he, he was sus. He started talking about, like, sperm and apple juice or some shit like that. That's a hell of a wombo yeah. combo. Yeah. I'm not saying I've uh, indulged in it, but it just sounds kind of mad. But, yeah, it is uh, mad. Yeah. Well, just I just want to say uh, w- one more thing about Central C. Uh, Go on. He's also the first rapper to make a a video with Cole Bennett, I'm pretty sure, or the, or the first UK rapper. To UK make, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Like that just shows like he like he he's he's changing the game. Like everyone's low key hating him. He's like, mate, your lyrics are kind of. Mm. Kind of sus and everything, but like you can't hate what he's doing as well. Like he's putting in the work, like his his last album as well. For sure, I thought that shit banged so hard. Well, I'm wearing a Trap Star shirt now, so oh, I didn't even realize. Shout out Sench for that one. Is that official? Yeah, yeah, bro. It's it's not from the Istanbul market, <laughs> man. Come on, bro. Who knows, bro? You went to Dubai and you went into like the <laughs> to the old town, bro. Dubai is mad. Yeah, anyone, anyone who's listening, I I recommend you go. Don't yeah, go, bro. For don't sure. don't go during summer. Well, you can because it's it's cheaper. It's yeah. what it's what I did. Just like you know, if you're from Cyprus, imagine the heat, but like like a few degrees hotter. Yeah, and it doesn't cool down at night, so that, that that's a bit of a sticky one. But like legit, everything's inside. Well, shit does Loki make you feel like life's a simulation. You're like yo. Yeah, bro. Like hundred percent. I I actually like I'm actually starting to believe in that so much. Like bro, like. <laughs> Like, going to the Burj Khalifa, you're like, bro, what the fuck? You just look up at that shit, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, it just towers over everything else. 100%. That's how I felt. Like, I was recently in New York, and I was in Dubai in October. And, like, New York is impressive, but the skyline of Dubai is it's different mental. gravy. Yeah, exactly. And then, you, and then you even have, like, the palm. You're like, bro, yeah, fuck how are you man. coming up with these ideas, yeah, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a crazy place. Like, if you haven't been... 
It's uh, it's well worth yeah, it. Yeah, I recommend you go. Bro, yeah. ride a camel. That shit is so much fun. I didn't get to do that. I did bro, that in Cyprus. It but. was so much fun. Yeah, but yeah. them Dubai camels be different, bro. <laughs> bro, this dude offered me two camels for uh, 10,000 dirham. Well, he wasn't being serious. It was yeah, just yeah, like yeah, talking yeah. a bit of shit. He was like, I think that's like two camels for like two and a half thousand euros. Ooh. Bro, you, you know, know they make milk as well. Yeah, exactly. I was I was like to the guy, I was like, bro, give me a boy and a girl. And he's like, then we can talk. He's like, I'll make all the camels. And he's like, okay. <laughs> No, but like going to Dubai makes you feel like it just seems it just all kind of seems fake. Yeah. Like uh, I was walking to the train station. You have this huge modern train station, mm-hmm. but then to walk there, you're walking through like sand and gravel. Yeah, it's, it's like mental. bro, what? It's, it's it's so different to what you're used to. Like you have the one side which is you know this crazy city. Yeah. And then you have like the desert next to it. Yeah. Like, it's mental, mental. I feel like it could get, I feel like, well, I did do quite a bit of like the, like the touristy stuff, mm-hmm. which is understandable. It's not like, yeah, I'm, yeah. it's not like I'm some local there. It's exactly. Like, yeah. Salam alaykum now, nah, like now, nah, bro. Like, <laughs> nah, nah, that's about it. Chief. No, but it's like, I feel like if you're there for like a really long time, I feel like it could get kind of draining. It, yeah. it, it also depends when you go. Cause like I did like a month's worth of stuff in like a week. So yeah. like, of course it's going to be like a bit of a sensory overload, bro, bro. If if anyone does go to Dubai because of this, give me a shout out, bro, by the way. But I'm <laughs> telling you, if you go to the Dubai Mall, like, make sure you tap on the screens, bro, because you will get lost. You will get That's so true. lost. It's because they, like, they have, like, three of the s- same shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shop. And then you're like, bro, okay, I just walked past that. And then you see another one, you're like, uh-oh. Yeah, no, no, you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Literally, you, you lose yourself. And going back to what you were saying, like, that if you were, like, a local and you were living there, it can get a bit overwhelming. Yeah. Like, long, long-term long type of thing. Like, you don't want to live there. My girlfriend actually lived in Abu Dhabi, right? Uh-huh. And, like, she would go to Dubai on weekends. And she said, now coming back to Cyprus, obviously, this was, I don't know, almost seven years, seven, eight years now. Yeah, yeah. And she said that it's so superficial, like, the lifestyle... It seems really cool, like, when you do it for, like, a bit of time. Yeah. But because of their laws, because of everything that's involved, you know, Mm -hmm. with that culture, you don't feel free and you kind of feel restricted in what you can do. Yeah, I get that fully. Yeah. But, like, if it was up to me, like, let's say you live there, like, let's say you live there, like, half of the time of the year. Yeah. Let's say you go during the times that it's not as hot. I, like I would find that like personally really attractive 100% I agree bro but but like uh, just to like go off of what you said it was so funny it was like uh, it was it was uh, we were going to uh, Abu Dhabi and then uh, and we were coming back from like the Grand Mosque that is so beautiful I didn't get to go in I, I'm really disappointed I want to go again just to go in there bro I wore that white dress bro I actually look hard bro <laughs> I don't think it's called a white dress no but no you get what I mean uh, no but it's cause I, I don't know like the technical term of it now but I was wearing like the white forces under it and I was like bro I was like bro it was matching right now you know looking hard yeah bro but you were you're wearing that thing and it's like and you wear your normal clothes under so you are sweating bro yeah. like you're walking outside you're like Oof. And then it's like, and then you go back inside and you feel that breeze. You're like, bro. Bro, do the locals actually wear their clothes underneath or do they just turn on like naked wearing? Them? No, I'm pretty sure what they do is, is like, I think they just go in a wife beater and draws under. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Yeah, going back to Central Sea and Cole Bennett, bro, Cole Bennett. This guy is changing the game of like rap videos, Facts. you know, just music videos in general, like crazy, crazy yeah. stuff. That is actually mad. Like, it's just like big respect. Yeah, for sure. Like, you can't do anything but respect it. You know his merch is hard as fuck. Have you seen Lyrical Lemonade's merch? No, but... No, nah, I haven't seen the merch, but I, I just like Lyrical Lemonade. I think that just yeah. sounds so sick as well. Right? Lyrical Lemonade, to those who don't know, is called Bennett's um, production company. Like, they do, like, music video production. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they do, like, everyone big, though. Yeah. The, like, little... Most people have... Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of TikTok, right? Yeah, bro. We've we we've got a big one to mention. And I wish Coco was here for this. Actually. Because Coco would have some like hot takes on this. But uh, we wanna mention the person who's uh, taking over TikTok right now. I don't even blowing up. I don't even have to mention his name and everyone knows who I'm talking about. Exactly. That big bald head. Yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Andrew Tate. 
he's uh, he's actually changing the game. Because what he does uh, is, uh, I, was, I was talking with Axel about it. Mm-hmm. What he does is he doesn't even have his own TikTok page. What yeah. he does is through Hustlers University, he gets people to make uh, TikTok accounts for him. So probably if you look up Andrew Tate, there'll, be, there'll probably be like a few thousand accounts. Just a few thousand, I would argue hundreds of thousands of accounts. It's just mental. Just dedicated to making videos for yeah. him. And it, like if I, if I scroll through my For You page, within five TikToks, I'll get one of him. For sure, 100%. It's, it's mental. And to those, again, who don't know what Hustlers University is, do you want to explain? Uh, you go for it, Chief. Okay, I've got it. Basically, it's this, um, it's like a scheme. People are calling it a pyramid scheme, right? But yeah. it's kind of genius on his part. But basically what you do is he gives you like his, I think it's like $60, $40 a month. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure what it is. I think it's uh, it's 36 pounds a month, which I think is 49.99 euros. Yeah. And then uh, what he pretty much does is he has uh, 18 or something along those lines, a new wealth generation strategy. Exactly, yeah. And then one of them, what, what he does or what he, <clears throat> what he advocates for is that people just make TikToks for him. Mm-hmm. Because you already know that shit's going to blow up. Yeah. Like, all the TikToks I see of mine on my For You page of him, like, all have thousands of likes. Mm. Like, if you just do that constantly, and let's say you grind out, what, how many TikToks would you Bro, he, he was saying there's a kid who supposedly, like, makes 300 TikToks a day and is earning, like, 45K a month. Yeah, exactly. That's mental. And then apparently what he does is uh, he buys out those accounts... Yeah. So then he gets like the majority of the revenue, and then he probably just pays the guys who make them on commission. Yo, that's sick. That's sick. But actually, like, he's he's actually taking over the game, bro. Because he just he just popped up like a mushroom. Yeah. Like yeah no one, yeah yeah. No, no one knew who he was before. Like he had money before. At least this is what I've you know yeah. looked into. Like supposedly he had the wealth and things like that. But he was saying that he set up this like strategy back in January of yeah. last year, and like. Now we're seeing it come to fruition, you know? Uh, it's, it's actually crazy. Like, the fact that he's, like, single-handedly taking over the platform, and I'm pretty sure uh, what he was doing or what he was talking about on his podcast, uh, I'm pretty sure he's now the most Googled man, like, on the planet. <laughs> like, most searched man on the planet. Like, that doesn't surprise me at all, though. Because yeah. I feel like everyone wants to know, like, what does this dude actually do? Because people know, like... Uh, people know he's uh, four times... Uh, like kickboxing champ, bro. bro. Yeah, how how's he made his money? What's he done? You know, bro, bro. Like I know you go to Bugatti. I know you go like five McLarens. Yeah, bro has like over twenty supercars. Yep, it's crazy. And the thing is, like, he's made his money off like cam sites, like girl sites, yeah, you yeah. know, and uh, casinos. So like he he is an entrepreneur per se, you know, like hundred yeah, yeah. percent. He he's dedicated his life to making money, and it's clear that he has a crazy work ethic, you know. Yeah, yeah. But okay, obviously, even if you don't agree with everything he says, a lot of a lot of things, even if it's the smallest part, is very intriguing. Yeah. You know? uh, what I would say is. With him, I'd say you have to learn how to filter out like a lot of the bullshit. Yeah, there's there's a lot of bullshit. I would argue eighty yeah. percent of it is. Yeah, know. exactly. But the thing is, he also does that to go more viral. Exactly. Because let's yeah. say he's like, oh, he, he, he Jesus, bro, I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> it's you know, okay. I'm, I'm struggling. No, but like, you know what they say? It's like all reputation or like all 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 publication is good publication. Like so, yeah. like even if you say something like wild as fuck. It's still it's still good for you in the long run. Yeah, exactly. People get to know your name even if it's just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, exactly. It's like okay, and then through that, like through that, uh, so uh, he's also been hopping on like a lot of podcasts. He he did the Cal Freezy and uh, yeah, the Fellas podcast. Yeah, he did that one. He did the Nelk Boys one. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine he'll probably do one with. I imagine he'll do one with Logan Paul. Yeah, he'll I think probably. That, hop I think on. that would be a huge opportunity for him as well. Well, yeah, I don't know. I just find it so interesting because uh, what what I would take away from him or what I think is his biggest takeaway is the fact that he keeps on referring to the world as like a player versus player environment. Yeah, it's a free-for-all, basically. Yeah, I actually find that like... I find like so much truth in that because I find it so interesting because he's like... Everyone wants to beat you. Yeah, that's true. And how are you going to stop people from beating you? Because let's say, let's say you're like the CEO of Coca Cola. Mm-hmm. 
99.9% of people want your job. Yeah. Because they'll be like, okay, he's earning what? Let's say six million a year plus plus shares. Every, everyone wants that. But no one is, is willing to work like him and take on that amount of pressure and stress and everything and be able to meet like the needs of shareholders. <clears throat> I don't know. I just find that so interesting because he was like, you'll have people who uh, dedicate their whole life to their job. So they'll work like 18 hours a day. Mm-hmm. That's because they know other people are doing the exact same thing to reach that level. Okay, so what he did was, um, he, okay, it's a bit of a weird analogy, but uh, he, he was like, Call of Duty. Okay. He was like, okay, he was like, either you die or he dies. He was yeah. like, well, he's like, well, what do you choose? Obviously, for him to die. He's like, okay, yeah. he's like, bro, he's like, this is Warzone, bro. He's like, you're trying to get that <laughs> victory royale. But if you look at it like that, like from the perspective of, okay, let's say people don't need to die. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it from the perspective of, People, you need to outwork people to do, to get what other people don't get. For sure. So let's say most people work a nine to, uh, I'm not nine trying, to five. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hating on anyone doing yeah. nine to five because that that's still a lot of hard work. Let's say you work the. Let's say you work forty hours a week. Mm-hmm. You'll have people working 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 just to be able to. To compete for like the higher levels. Yeah, achieve dreams, make it. You know, make yeah, exactly. the money. It's. That's exactly like, he, as we said, he a lot of bullshit. Yeah, but if yeah. you filter out a lot of the bullshit, there are little gems in there. Yeah, I, I would say, I would say, that, I would say, there's a lot of core messages in there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like, uh, yeah, like filter out the shit. Mm-hmm. But like, if you can, if you can truly understand those messages that he's trying to tell you, I, I, uh, I personally think that it like holds a lot of value. Exactly. I don't know. It's like it's it's very interesting, and it's it's also quite inspirational to see that someone. Okay, obviously he has money. He has things backing him. He, but he he's clever. You know, he's done it in a marketing perspective yeah, exactly. of putting himself out there, and now he's arguably one of the biggest influencers in the world. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's 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 an interesting journey, and I think it's going to be very interesting to follow it, follow it up, and see where. It, you know, it goes type yeah, of Yeah, because apparently uh, he was talking about it on another podcast. He was like, he's in stage one of three. So, yeah. And uh, I think he was saying that Hustlers University has, well, like 60K students. That's mental. The thing is, at that point, and he was saying as well, he was like, you can start affecting like markets at that point. Because mm. he was like, if you can tell every one of those 60,000 people to, let's say, uh, short a stalk, mm-hmm. that's going to have like actual implications on what happens. And that's yeah. when it becomes really interesting. Because then at that point, it's kind of like, it was kind of like what Elon was doing with like Bitcoin and like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, with like yeah. cryptocurrencies. Because you just say one thing, let's say about Dogecoin. Yeah. Shit would go to the moon. And then, and then, then he'd sell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then all he has to do is make one more tweet and boom, it just collapses. It's mental. Some of these people, they have so much power. It's just like, you start questioning, is it right? You know, Actually. like imagine having tweeting one fucking sentence and being able to, you know, affect the whole market, double your fucking uh, wealth. Actually. You know, it's like it's mental. It's mental. Shout out to Elon for buying Twitter, though. Well, you know, he's being sued now, actually. Is he actually? Yeah, he's being sued by Twitter because supposedly he, he's dropped out of the deal. Really? Yeah, he dropped out of the deal. And um, I don't know, there was some sort of... I don't know the details. Like, I'm just, you know, I'm waffling now. But <laughs> um, there was some sort of agreement that stated that he couldn't, like, drop out of the deal. Uh-huh. But he was claiming that there was some sort of misinformation, like, missing information. Uh-huh. As always. Yeah, as always. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, long story short, he's like, nah, fuck this shit. I'm not buying. And, and Twitter's actually suing him now. So I don't know how that's going to go down or if yeah. anything's going to go down. But that's an interesting topic to see if that goes through. Actually. And uh, and uh, just one more thing. Uh, uh, what I was going to mention uh, about the Dubai bit, uh, just uh, just uh, like pop off into a new thought. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, in Saudi, like what they're gonna do is they're gonna make like this huge like like skyline. It's gonna okay. be like it's gonna be like 150 kilometers just through the desert. Oh shit! And it's gonna cost like a trillion. 150 kilometers of skyline. Yeah, bro. It's it's something along those lines, bro. You know, like the thing is, ideas like that are just like so wild. Yeah, that's mental. But that's also kind of the beauty of it, because it's like, yo, this shit is so crazy, like. The fact that, like, you could even imagine that and it will probably, like, actually happen. Ah, it's happening. It's Saudi. It's like, bro, like, 
what's gonna happen in like 20, 30 years? Yeah, no, that's crazy. Look at Qatar though. It just goes to show they've just built like, okay, um, obviously. <laughs> that's a sticky one, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, rest in peace to those who died. And I don't agree with what happened there, you know, the practices. But that's irrelevant to the point that I'm trying to make. Point is, they've managed to build those stadiums. You know, those stadiums in, I don't know, what, two years? Yeah. Like, it was unethical, yes. But, you well, know. What isn't at this point? Exactly. Like, what you isn't can argue unethical? that point yourself. Yeah. Like, I don't believe in it. I don't agree with it, just to be clear. But yeah, I believe that this 150 kilometer skyline for, what did you say? Trillion? Yeah, it was, it was something along those lines. Fuck me. Well, you know how crazy that would be? Yeah. We're just in the desert, and you're just like, boom. Yeah. skyscrapers everywhere that's mental crazy but shit like that like yo that like that sounds like so simulation-ish you're like yo it's just like desert <laughs> bro it's like Minecraft at this point it's like okay it's like you're surrounded by desert and then you just see like all these huge like skyscrapers that like you'd expect to see in like New York mm. no it's, it's crazy but do you see that continuing with the world changing and going like electric are we still gonna Bro, I don't know. That's that. That's like what I find so interesting. Because like, at what rate like does it continue until we're yeah. like at the point of like okay, this needs to stop. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I don't know. I don't know when we're reaching that point or like how close we are or how far away we are. Because the thing is, it's also just a lot of like political agendas as well. That's true. Especially with all the politics involved, it's gonna take a long time to go through anyway. Yeah, exactly. But like, at what at what point do you see the change? Was like, okay, no, we we can't continue at this rate. Because personally, I don't see any. I don't see it happening. Like, like relatively soon. Although it should be happening, I believe it should yeah. be. But as you said, political agendas, different countries, different money you know, makes laws. the world go round. Exactly, exactly. Like you can't do... you can't stop the flow of money. Yeah, that nothing exactly. beats that. Yeah, like you're not gonna sit here and tell me that people are gonna choose. You know the environment. And at the end of the day, countries are going to prioritize, you know, making money and trying to reinvest into their country. Yeah, exactly. Although, long term, it would be a better decision to go the environmental route in it. Well, yeah, uh, we're, we're going to pop to another idea now because you've, you've got me thinking. This also brings me to think of, of Andrew Tate living in Romania. Oh, yeah, go on then. I don't know. To be honest, uh, I'm pretty sure he said it's like one of the most religious European countries, mm-hmm. and like and like they all have like these like religious morals. It's like, bro, like I don't think the idea of living in like a country or like living somewhat off grid, yeah, something along those lines. I don't think it. <laughs> I, well, you just got me thinking, though. It's you always claiming that you're gonna go off the grid in like five years. Yeah, bro, I want to. I actually <laughs> want to. But like the thing is. Like, how off-grid, like, would I actually go? Because the thing is, Andrew Tate says himself, like, going off the grid is impossible. So let's yeah. say let's say I go to, like, a wood shack in Vermont, and, like, I just grow maple trees for the rest of my life. Yeah, is that life, though? Is that a life that you want to live? Bro, it sounds kind of attractive, though, you know? Yeah, but, like... Bro, imagine you have, like, 50 acres. Yeah, and then what? You just go, like, sap the trees. (laughs) Today I sap this tree, the next day I sap the next one. Yeah, like, like I feel like it would be really mundane and everything, but I I feel like it could also be, like, an interesting way to, like, live life because we're so used to, like, technology, 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 internet. Like, for example, like, I guarantee, like, with me and you, it's like, if the internet goes down for, like, five minutes, we're like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, that's fair. You're like, bro, what do I do now? It's time, like, yo, I wish I had Subway Surfer downloaded on my phone, though. Like, bro, like, like, luckily for us, we have 4G and everything. Yeah. But it's like, if you don't, or like, if you never had access to, like, power, mm. like, you know, running water, like, how, like, how different would me and you be as people? That's what I find so fucking interesting. Like, I'm at, like uh, so in Dubai, it was like, uh, we like went on this desert safari, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and we were like taken to this like this like stick hut okay and it was like five dudes living there wait is that the camel yeah, place yeah. yeah 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 so so it was there it's like this like rundown like these like rundown cabins and it's like okay and and uh, Mark started talking to him cause uh, cause he had the uh, he had the knee so he couldn't do much of the things and he was just like and he started talking to the guys he was like oh yeah I live here 
Mm. I don't know. I, I just want to see what it's like. Like saying this now, it might come from a really naive like point of view. It's like, yeah, oh, that yeah, sounds nice. Yeah. And after a week of the air, you're like, bro, fuck this shit. I want to go back to sitting in an AC. Yeah, of course. Especially in Dubai. Fucking Yeah, hell. exactly. But it's like, I don't know. I, I would want to try it because I feel like it would make you learn a lot. Yeah, you, you learn to appreciate things. I yeah, reckon. exactly. Just like living in, a, like, bro, imagine living in like a shack in Vermont. I, I wouldn't know. But I, yeah. It's uh, like uh, in Breaking Bad, like, okay, well, this might be a bit of a spoiler, but like at the end. Yeah, he, I, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Imagine living in a place like that. Yeah. Like, what would that do to you? Like, considering you're used to this, and then all of a sudden, with a snap of your fingers, you're like in a hut. Yeah, I re- Look, it's like there's different points of view. Like, you may, you know, long for the life that you had before, yeah. and it may make you appreciate life. Uh huh. And I reckon it's it would also be some sort of journey to self-improvement to a certain extent. Yeah, I agree. But that doesn't go to say that I would want to live in a hut for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. No, but uh, I don't know. I just feel like an experience like that would would make us so much more grateful for what we have. Because like, the thing is, I like to say I'm grateful for what I have. Yeah. But I also haven't been put in the position where I don't have what I have. Yeah. So it's like, So it's like you can appreciate it to a certain extent, but not probably as much as like someone who lives in one of these huts and then comes to our lives you yeah know? exactly that's where they d- learn to appreciate yeah, exactly it, but that's why I find uh, preaching like gratefulness I find that so important because I feel like it's not done enough yeah that's true that's true from like, a genuine standpoint as well yeah yeah bro because like look at us we're sitting on a I'm not trying to flex bro we're, <laughs> or, or sit, we're sitting on a leather couch yeah. just talking some shit yeah exactly and, and we can just do this because like we don't have the pressure of having to work in like a child factory yeah. No, 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 no. We, we, I don't think you can even imagine the pressure on that. Yeah. Like, not knowing if you're going to eat, you know, yeah. not knowing how you're going to fund your fucking, like, rent or something like that. Yeah. It's crazy to me. It's, it's different. Yeah. I, I don't, it truly makes me feel like how, like, sometimes, like, how underappreciative I am. So, like, let's say, like, sometimes I'd be hating on my PS4. Like, I'll be like, man, this shit's so fucking slow. Let me get the PS5. Yeah, it's like little things like that. It's like, damn, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. like, that PlayStation is enough to pay for someone's rent. Exactly. It's like, damn, like, that shit will make it put, like, it'll put it into perspective. Speaking of self-improvement, you've had a, a journey, you know, from, I don't know, year nine. A boy. To today. Man's was fat, you know. <laughs> Oof, mate. Nah. Honestly, like, looking back at some of the pictures... And, uh, like, even younger than that, yeah. uh, I was talking to Anyela, and she, and she, like, sent me these pictures of, like, myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, I was looking at some of them yearbook pictures. Man's was looking musty and crusty, man. Poof. I mean, obviously, puberty hit as well. Oh, boy, that shit hit hard, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, I was, like, huge. I was like, yo, I'm new to this yeah. shit. No, but, yeah, uh, I've... I wouldn't say recently really gone into the gym, but I've been into the gym for a few years now. Mm-hmm. And, uh... And uh, what I found really interesting was uh, was uh, uh, that I started talking to this guy in, uh, at the gym I go to in the Netherlands, and we started talking, and we were and we both agreed we we're like, even if we got no uh, no gram of muscle from it, mm-hmm. we would still go. Okay. Because it, it just makes you feel good. Yeah, exactly. It's like mm-hmm. okay, I'm doing something. I'm being productive with with my day. Yeah. It also makes you feel, like even if you're going to the gym, it'll put more emphasis on. Uh, Getting a better recovery, so getting a good sleep, uh, drinking less or taking less drugs. I don't do either. Yeah. Especially not the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you sound so sus, though. <laughs> Everyone's going to think I'm some big crackhead. Yeah, Everyone's going to see me like burning a spoon now. My guy only does pre. Yeah, actually, though. Shout out to pre. Shout out to Gorilla. Bro, if you got a Gorilla sponsor, that would be gnarly, bro. Get the one, get the one, bro. Imagine I'll be like, yo, I use all your pre's, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a crack fiend. Unlimited supply, you know. Imagine that. No, but it was like it also puts into perspective like how important diet is, like mm-hmm. just like for feeling good and not feeling shit. Because like if all you eat is shit, you'll feel like shit. Nice. But like if you eat like a good variety of like vegetables, fruits, and you get your micronutrients, and let's say you take a multivitamin. Yeah, even though it might be like placebo Mm -hmm. even if it helps you it's like who cares like I believe that like let's say like 
Like all these studies have shown that even if something is placebo and it helps, it's like, okay, who cares? Like some people take like a sugar tablet, but they think it's this like steroid, for example, and they yeah. almost see like 10% like increase in strength. It's like mental. even if it's just in your head, it's like, yo. That's crazy how the brain plays tricks as well. Actually. It's, it's very interesting. But that's why I also feel like being able to like control your thoughts sometimes is like really important because mm-hmm. I've had so many days where I don't want to go to the gym where it's like no I feel you it's like bro yeah just go like at the end of the day you'll feel better okay maybe if you had a bad session it'll be like okay it'll be a bit shit that's what pre's for yeah exactly it's <laughs> like bro double scoop shout out gorilla actually bro shout out to more plates more dates ooh do you watch him yeah bro I, I love his video so much but it's just, I don't know it just brings you into like a whole nother mindset and that and that like links me back to the, like the Andrew Tate thing because one of the quotes he says not that I'm this like huge Andrew Tate supporter but yeah, like yeah. this one stuck with me it was like the man who who goes to the gym regardless of how he feels will beat the man who doesn't yeah and that's facts bro because like if, if you're not willing to put in the work don't like and that applies to everything in life. yeah exactly like yeah like a quote like that, you can just apply it to everything in life. Not to the gym, okay, apply it to work. I want to work harder than people. I want to, let's say, let's say you're working in sales. I want to sell more. I want to get more commission. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. And then, and then if you just set baby steps for yourself, instead of setting this huge, like, unimaginable, un, like, unimaginable goal. So let's say you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to be CEO of a, of a Fortune 500 company in 10 years. Mm-hmm. Okay, 20 years. Obviously aspirational, but you can work to it. Yeah, exactly. But I think uh, I was watching another podcast. Uh, I would actually really, really recommend this one. It's called The Pivot. Okay. Uh, what, uh, what they did was uh, Kevin Hart was on and he was like, just set like baby goals, for, uh, like baby steps mm-hmm. and keep setting all these little goals for yourself. And then eventually you'll realize like, yo, the, like, yeah, we're getting somewhere. Yeah, it's thing. catching on. I don't know. Like, it's just like, yo, set small goals, achieve those small goals and then continuously set them. And then you'll realize how much progress you, you've actually made from where you started. Compared to making one big goal, which looks yeah, exactly, it, it looks scary, and you're yeah. like, okay, how, like, where do I even start to tackle this? No, that that's a good piece of advice. So let's say, let's say you're gonna be like, okay, I want to be CEO of a Fortune 500 company. You're like, okay, let's say you're working a sales job now, for example. You're gonna be like, okay, I want to increase my sales by by five a month. Yeah. And the next month, you you hit that. You're like, okay, ten. Boom, boom, boom. And then you just also set goals that you can actually look forward to instead of just seeing this like huge scary mountain with your goal on top. You're like, how the fuck do I climb this? Instead of climbing Everest, you just look at like climbing like, I don't know too much about mountains, but like... Throw this. Yeah, (laughs) something like that. It's like, okay, like that's doable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, like, I don't know. You can probably vouch for me compared to when I started... Hell yeah, for sure, hundred percent. I would say, like, I I can't see it as much anymore. That's because, like, I don't. I find it hard to look in a mirror. Yeah, because it's like, yo, like, you want more. You yeah, don't exactly. see it. You and and you become like so hungry for like more. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like as well as like more, more, more. Mm-hmm. But at, at one point, it can get like it takes over your life, like an addiction. Yeah. Yeah. So you you do have to be careful with that. But it's like okay. Like, you can look forward to something. Like, sometimes going to the gym, like, it'll be, like, my favorite part of my day. It'll be like, yo, I'm hitting back today. It's like, yo, you already know you're going to get a fat fucking pump. And you're going to be like, yo, this is going to be lit. I'm looking good tonight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And obviously, there's all the other benefits that come with the gym. Yeah, exactly. All these mental benefits that come with it as well. You you start to look bigger. All this boost in self-confidence. Females. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> no, but like the thing is, <laughs> go on then. No, no, it'd be like uh, so. For example, like I might have like it might be a dude or a girl, and they'll be like, "Yo, you're looking big." Yeah, and yeah, I'd be like, "Yo, I, I really appreciate it." But the thing is, like, I can't see it that much anymore. I'll be like, "Mate, you should just chatting a bit of shit," because like, like, like some of the people I'll go to, it's like I'll go with them a few times. And uh, she'll be like, yo, like, your biceps are looking mad jokes. Mm. I'll be like, oh, 
like, oh, like, thanks. It's, it's like a little part of me is touched, but it's like, okay, like. I gotta keep working. Yeah, it's like, I'm not where I wanna be yet. But is there a target, or is it, or is it like, I, I don't know where I wanna be, and every time I look at myself, it's more like, I'm not there yet? Uh. I would say for me, like what what I would like aim for, would just be like like a pretty athletic looking dude. Yeah, first. And most yeah, people, but you're there already. Yeah, that's the thing. Most people yeah. would be like, oh, he's he's like already there. Yeah. But like when I imagine like a pretty athletic looking dude, I'm looking at like I'm not sure to say I'm 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 looking like LeBron, but like someone along yeah, those lines, like big cap shoulders. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like a nice. It's just like a really aesthetic like body, something mm-hmm. along that. So I just, what I would need to do is I would need to lean out and just like yeah. build my shoulders, etc. Things like this. So that's like what I'm aiming for. Because like I'll say that to most people, and just like you, like one minute ago, they're like, "Oh, you're already there." Yeah. Because like the thing is, no, but I get what you're saying. I'm just giving you that argument, you know, to get you talking type of yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Because like like I'll look at myself. So when I do look at myself. I'll see like all these little points of improvement that mm-hmm. I have. So it's like, okay, you can build uh, a wider chest, uh, wider shoulders, things like this. But the thing is, you also have to be really careful with that. Because at one point, uh, at one point I was at the senior school Yep. and uh, with you. And at one point I was weighing uh, 80 kilos. Mm-hmm. Keep in reference, I'm uh, 193. That was last year, wasn't it? Uh, or a year and a half ago. Yeah, something something along. Those I remember lines. that, and I was like, "Whoa, you! That's that's quite little, you know." Actually. I was comparing because I was in a bulk during that period. Yeah, uh, bro, I remember yeah. it was a picture of me and you standing next to each other, and you were like prime bulk, and like shoulders yeah. were popping out the shirt. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw me next to that. I was I, like, I saw myself. I was like, "Yo, I'm looking like a scrawny bitch." Yeah, you were at eighty. I was at like ninety six, and I, I I know which peak you're talking about. The one that we were outside, you know. Yeah, bro, Jay just started calling me Slender Man. I was like, man, <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is some bullshit. Right now. Yeah. No, but it's uh, it's like that. Like, I'm 193, and being mm. 80 kilos is like light. Yeah, yeah, that's like, true. Like that is not much at all. We don't have a big difference. I'm one centimeter taller than you. Yeah, basically. Exactly. And but, at that point, you're yeah. probably like what? Almost. Yeah, almost like, like 15, 16 kilos yeah. heavier than me. It's mental. That, that's a lot. Like, Especially like, you know. Actually, like like looking back, I was like, Jesus Christ, yeah. I was 80 kilos. Yeah. I don't no, know. Now you weigh more than me. Yeah. So. Now, now. Well done. I'm not going to disclose my weight now, but no, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 fun to keep it a surprise. But the thing is, when I told you I weigh X amount, yeah. you were like, "Oh, yeah," because you would have expected like 88, 89. See now, now people are curious. Yeah, exactly. No, it's good. It's good. It's healthy. Yeah. It doesn't look bad. You're not overweight or anything. Like you, you're looking really good. Yeah, the thing is, when I see myself, I still, I still think I'm ready. Yeah, well, fuck that. that! I'm telling you, you're looking. Yeah, good. I know. Take it and say thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it, bro. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Like it's, it's you know, it's motivational as well from yeah. my standpoint as well exactly. because this year I kind of was like slacking a bit, wasn't eating and working out in the way that I did. Yeah, exactly. Last and, year. and then when you see one of your like. Homeboys doing it, you're like, yo. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yo, he's about to, okay, I'm not trying to say, like, yo, I'm looking better than you, but he's gonna be like, yeah. you might be like, oh, like. Shit, no, I can't fall back. Type yeah, of exactly. You'd be like, yo, he's gonna get all of the gal on, uh, <laughs> on, on holiday. But, yeah. like, for example, things like that. It's like, okay, like, especially seeing it with one of your friends, I would say it's a lot more motivating. It's, it's a lot more motivational, for sure. Yeah, because you're like, yo, if he can do it, I can do it. Like, yeah. I like I speak to this dude every single day. Especially knowing, no, no disrespect, but knowing where you came from Oof, type of thing, you bro. know? Like, bro, if you're looking this good now, you know, coming right. from... Kung Fu Panda Paul Bro put up Bro If you make a real Put up the picture bro. I yeah. want you to expose me bro I'll do the comparison pic We'll yeah. take one after yeah? People will be like Damn Yeah no It's it's a big difference And it's Like you You don't live in Cyprus So I feel like It's your fucking fault That I've fallen back Type of thing Yeah I Like get, I don't see you You know I, I see get, the pics You send me like The gym pic I'm like Fuck You see me in the white You don't be like Damn bro What the fuck You be doing uh, Bro Because like most of the guys are In the army as well yeah. Like even the guys Who I used to see And they were looking good The mm-hmm. people that I would see At school So like All I see is myself In the mirror I'm like eh, it's, it's okay You know yeah. I'll do it next time But That's not good enough Like you've come And you know I've started working out now I yeah, wake exactly. up at 6am like, I go on a fucking jog Yeah exactly And, and uh, right before this podcast For reference We Me and you went to the yeah. gym 
Like, yeah. like just to keep into perspective. And that's why I was telling you in the gym as well. It's like, if you can, find a training partner. Yeah, 100%. Because even if you don't want to go, they will kick you in the ass to go. Yeah. And they will, like, push you to the point where you can't push yourself. And that goes both ways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, if he's not feeling it, you know, next time I'm like, yo, get your fat ass up. You're going to be like, you know? bro, here, here's some pre-work. You just, <laughs> just go, man. No, it's it's motivational. It's inspirational. Yeah. Especially if you find one that's bigger than you. Yeah, fuck that. If you find one that's bigger than you, it's like, damn. That, that's when it kicks in. You're yeah, like, you're the like, alpha no, male You're spirit. like, yo, that can't happen. Like, nah. I, like, imagine, like, we were training with, like, Majaj. Like, he would smoke us instantly. Things that's not even fair no more. Actually, bro. <laughs> legit, I, I want to give a shout out to him because he is looking mad yoked. Yeah, actually, massive, bro. Bro's looking housed. It's not looking good, bro. Actually, bro. At least I got a beat in calves. He can't, he, can't, he can't touch me on that one, bro. <laughs> Get wrecked. But I would say, especially in my gym, what what I've noticed with a lot of the frequent gym goers, mm. like, uh, uh, is that like I'll see a dude, and I'll be like, "Yo, he's housed," and I'll tell him, "I'll be like, bro, I'll be like, you're looking really good," mm. and like you can tell that that's like the first time they've ever heard like something nice. You reckon, bro? For sure, because like, bro, I've seen the way like some of their faces light up and it's just like, damn. Oh, like, oh shit! It'd be like, damn, yeah. and, and that shit, Loki, also be sad. Because, like, if, yeah, if it's is. not for your homeboys, like, for example, with you, you'll be like, yo, you're looking good. Yeah. But, like, a lot of people won't have the courage to just be, like, in the gym, be like, yo, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. looking, uh, your biceps are popping. Whereas with me, I'll just be like, yo, fuck it. Like, I saw this one dude, he was like, the best way to describe how he looked was, was like, bear-like. Bro, he was so huge. Was he a big guy as well? Like, no. Yeah, just- he, he was probably just a bit, he was probably, like, five centimeters shorter than me. It's respectable. Yeah, so that's yeah. probably still like what? 188. Yeah, that's probably like 6'2. Yeah. Like, you're still a big motherfucker at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was looking mad yoked. I was like, bro. I was like, I don't know what you're doing. I was like, but you but are. You're doing it right. I yeah. was like, you are housed, man. And this dude's like face lit up so much. I was like, bro. I was like, I hope I, was like, I, hope I made your day. Yeah. Because, like, if some complete random came up to me and they were like, yo, you're looking big, I'd be like, damn. I think I would also be more likely to believe it then. Yeah, that's fair enough. No, but I, I say it from, like, a, a true standpoint. A place of love. Yeah, a place of love. A place of... Uh, how could I not? A place of envy. <laughs> oh. nah, nah, bro. Bro, your shoulders are, like, on a different level. I wish I was training, bro. You have no idea. I'm uh, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Bro, I'm telling Especially when you send those fucking pics. Like, you know, I was in the US eating my fucking ass off. <laughs> like, bro, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't on a good He was time. like, no, I don't want to eat no more. <laughs> so I sent you a message. I'm like, bro, I'm not feeling good. And he's like, you know, he's sending me Jim with fucking J. Uh, sorry. Yeah, J-I-M. Yeah, like J-I-M. Every Jim. day. You know, he's hard when he says J-I-M, Jim. We know Jim. <laughs> nah, that's, that's good. And the thing is like, Pretty much, like, even if it's something as small as, like, sending a snap every day. Like, mm. I'll send you a snap every day of me, Jim. Yeah, it motivates. It's like, yo, fuck. Yeah. I didn't go today. It's like, yo, I yeah, gotta yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Thing is, I didn't have a gym, and then I kept on seeing those, and I was like... <laughs> You're like, oh, f- fo- f- fuck f- this guy, Paul. Almost started to kick in. <laughs> I started muting. <laughs> yeah, you're like, nah, I don't want to open them snaps right now. Yeah, nah. Anyway, I want to thank you for being on the pod. How long have we been going for? Bro, it's been like an hour. Really? Yeah, 58 minutes. Bro, we just be chopping it up. Yeah. I mean, it could go on for another, like, I don't know how long, but I've got work. Yeah. So it's like... Plus you got to drop me off home. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> People going to be like, bro, this bum can't drive. <laughs> he comes to my place, hits the gym, and then expects to be driven home as well. Yeah, and I didn't get no protein shake, though. <laughs> I saw that out. <laughs> Nah, anyway, thanks for being on the show. Bro, for, bro, I, I, I need to be on again. No, for sure. And we'll then we'll, and we'll bring Mark again. Yeah, we'll get it sorted. We'll have a football third, third, third time's the charm. Hey, <laughs> and I will work out. We'll get you on the show as many times as possible. Yeah, exactly. No debate. It was good. It was fun. Yeah. People listening, bro. Yeah. Uh, if you do see the IG reels, give me a rating out of 10. I want to I wanna, I wanna know how I did. Oh, that's that's good. I want to hear. I want to see a rating out of 10. Bro, if he gets a... Uh, if he gets a respectable score, we'll have him on for sure, and we'll try get things going 
maybe long distance and then I get like a four and I'm like yo bun this podcast man <laughs> this shit I'm out <laughs> I see Coco over giving me like a four I'm like man yo your podcast booty anyways <laughs> nah okay so thanks for listening to Absolute Culture if you enjoyed the show please review us subscribe follow us oh and quick shout out we're gonna start a YouTube channel as well so uh, follow us on YouTube you know subscribe I'll have all the links in bio Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, everything, everywhere. LinkedIn, bro. Link in bio. (laughs) And goodbye.